American politics, an African-American quest for universal freedom, second edition. Preface. This book examines the institutions and processes of American government and politics from the perspective of the, of the African-American presence and influence. We want to show how the presence of Africans in the United States affected the founding of the Republic and its political institutions and processes from the colonial era to the present. Blacks, for example, took no part in the drafting of the Declaration of Independence or the design of the Constitution. However, their presence exerted a profound influence on the shaping of both these seminal documents, so it has been throughout American history. In structure, the book follows that of standard works in political science on American government and, and politics. It is unique, however, in three respects. First, it is organized around two interrelated themes, the idea of universal freedom and the concept of minority-majority coalitions and their quest for their freedom in the United States. Black have sought to universalize the idea of freedom and their attack on slavery and r racial subordination. Black Americans and their leaders have embraced doctrines of universal freedom and equality. In doing so, they have had an important influence on shaping of democratic constitutional government and on expanding or universalizing the idea of freedom, not only for themselves, but for all Americans. But blacks have not acted alone. Indeed, given their status as a subordinate racial minority, they cannot act alone. Rather, in their quest for freedom, blacks have sought to forge coalitions with whites, minority-inspired majority coalitions. Historically, however, because of the nation's ambivalence about race, these coalitions tend to be unstable and temporary, requiring that they be constantly rebuilt in what is an ongoing quest. These two themes, the universal, the quest for universal freedom and minority-majority coalitions are pursued throughout much of the book. The second distinctive aspect of this study is that it is historically informed. In each chapter, we trace, the, we trace developments historically. Relevant historical background is critical to understanding the evolution of race and the American de democracy. Such material also brings contemporary events into a sharper focus. Third, in the political behavior chapters 3, 6, 9, and 10, we try to provide students not only with the most current knowledge on topics, but also with information on how the discipline of political science has approached the study of the topics in general with respect to black specifically. In several of these chapters, we focus on Gunnar Maidero and the powerful influences his American dilemma has had on the study of black political behavior. We first talked about writing a book nearly a decade ago. Our principal rationale for writing it is that we saw a void in the available literature. We believe that race is the most important cleavage in American life, with enormous impact on the nation's society, culture, and politics. Indeed, as we, threw up, as we show throughout this book, race has always been the enduring fault line in American society and politics. Thus, the need for a volume that treats this important topic with the seriousness is deserved. This is what we seek to accomplish in a study that has historically sweet in depth and is comprehensive in its coverage of the subject. Although this book is written so as to be readable and interesting to undergraduate students, we have sought to maintain the highest intellectual standards. 
We believe the study of the rich, very, and critical presence of African Americans in all areas of the political system demand nothing less. Before closing, we would like to say word about the intellectual traditions on which this book is based. The scholars who are the founders and innovators of in the study of African American politics literally created this scholarly subfield out of nothing, working in small African American colleges without major financial support or grants. And with large number of classes and students, these scholars launched in small steps and limited ways a new era of academic study. They published in obscure and poorly diffused journals and little known presses, which resulted in many instances in their work being overlooked and undervalued. Racism's manifestation in the academy allowed much valuable work to remain unseen. Not only was the result of their research made invisible, but these scholars themselves became invisible in their profession. Of this unseen tradition, it has been written. The second research tradition in American life is the unheralded, the unsung, and the unrecorded, but not unnoticed one. Scholar be, scholars belonging to this tradition literally make something out of nothing and typically produce scholarship at the less recognized institutions of higher learning. These are the places to use Professor Aaron Wildovowski apt phrase where the schools habitually run out of stamps and where other sources of support are non-existent. Yet here, scholars nevertheless scaled the heights and produced stellar scholarship. They persisted and, preserved and persevered. And while their work is scattered and sometimes difficult to locate, it formed the basis for a new vision and perspective in political science. Beginning in 1885, the discipline of political science emerged during an era of concern about race relations and developed its study of race politics from this perspective. In essence, this re this race relations perspective on the study of African-American politics focused on the concern of whites about stability and social peace rather than the concern of blacks about freedom and social justice. By the 1960, this perspective had become the major consensus in the discipline on the study of race. It offered a different perspective on political reality from that of blacks who, during this period, were trying to empower themselves in American politics. Thus, African-American political science offered a different perspective, a challenge to the consensus. Instead of focusing on how the African-American quest for freedom might distress whites and disrupt stability and social peace, this new perspective focused on how an oppressed group might achieve power so as to provide solutions to long-standing social and economic problems. This perspective deals with freedom and power rather than stability and social peace. Our book is a part of this intellectual tradition. The purveyors of this tradition include Professor Robert Brisbane, Toby Johnson of Morehouse College, the Everudite Samuel Du Bois Cook at Atlanta University, Professor Emmett Dorsey, Bernard Fall, Harold Gosnell, Ronald Walters, Robert Mar Martin, Vincent Brown, Nathaniel Tillman, Brian Weinstein, Morris Levitt, Charles Harris at Howard University, their insightful ideas, cognitive theories, and brilliant teachings made this book possible. When we sat down at the Holiday Inn in Jackson, Mississippi in March 1991 at the annual meeting of the National Conference of Black Political Science to develop the theme for this book and lay out its goals and structure, we were standing on the shoulders of these pioneer, pioneering political science scientists. They built the intellectual foundation. We hope this work make them proud. We hope it would do the same for our children. Finally, a note on style. We use the term black and African-American interchangeably, having no preference for either in viewing 
each as a legitimate and accurate name for persons of African descent in the United States.